now listening to the Charity Church Podcast. Well, hello once again. It's Pastor Marty and Tommy D. And we are with you once again on our post-sermon podcast. And I personally have really enjoyed preaching and teaching this series so far. It's been a great series. I was thinking just on the way in today, I'm, I'm like, man, how do we only have one more week of this series? Is one? Two. Oh, it's a so five-week series. Okay, I thought it was four. So, But the fact that we're already three weeks into it, yeah. it's flying. But, and, but this is the passion of charity, right? To, absolutely. To see people mature. We want to see people grow in their relationship with Christ and and uh, get off the milk and get onto the meat of the word. And uh, so, yeah, so this past week we talked about learning to talk to the Lord and uh, really just came down to what does prayer look like? Mm. Prayer in our lives. And did your girls ever have... I'm putting you on the spot. We didn't pre-talk, pre-prep this, right. but did your girls ever have any words that they couldn't oh, pronounce yeah. the right well, way? Well, when you were going through everything and Elias saying T-E for TV and everything's catch up and both of my girls, you know, from day one, we taught them the difference between secular chicken and Christian chicken. Oh, so yeah. their favorite restaurant was Chick-fil-A <laughs> and they didn't know how to say Chick-fil-A. So they'd say, I want some Chick-fil-A. 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 <laughs> right. And Lee and I would say, so do we. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I, when it comes to learning to talk, and I didn't talk about this Sunday, but, but in reflecting on it more, uh, do you ever, when you first became a follower of Christ, do you remember the first time you ever called upon to pray out loud in front of people? Oh yeah. Was it one of those moments where you just kind of got brain freeze <laughs> bro so nervous i got the nervous sweats but you know it's funny you say that so as a pastor it's you and i will by default always be the one called upon right with a professional prayer that's, that's right. what i tell that's, people that's what people think <laughs> but i became the designated prayer for leah's family yeah. long before i went into ministry okay and here's why so we're sitting there and her grandparents have passed away um but her her grandmother she <laughs> Oh my gosh, she was amazing, but she had some uh, brain issues towards the end of life. And so we were sitting there praying one day and, and I think Leah's dad was praying, but all of a sudden Leah's grandmother started making these funny sounds. Well, I have a problem of laughing at the wrong time. Yeah. I started chuckling. Then Leah's cousin started chuckling. It was just everybody in the room was laughing hysterically from that day on they called on me to pray, and I said, why are you asking me? And they said, because then you're not going to be laughing at people. <laughs> so for the last 20-some years, um, yeah, that's, that's You've been You've been the it. designated prayer. That's right. Yeah, same here. Um, but, you know, if, I think people, we get nervous when we're mm -hmm. praying in front of people. For sure. Uh, you know, even to this day. But, uh, but man, that is probably one of the biggest fears that, that people would have would be that. And, and you know, there's all kinds of comedians out there you know tim hawkins he's got like the I, I just even watched one of his videos i follow him on instagram but he he had a video about people that just say the word just too much in their prayer and just 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 you know right. everything is oh, just yeah. just and so, but that's that's a nervous thing it's a nervous thing but we don't have to be nervous you know we it's we're talking to our father we're talking to god uh, and then when we put that in front of people it you know it adds a lot of, a lot of pressure because we think they're judging our prayers, you know, you and say they may that, be, but who they, knows? <laughs> they may be, but why we would get nervous? You know, I, that happened to me yesterday. I was 
<clears throat> I was visiting somebody in the hospital. Before I left the room, I said, hey, can we pray? And they said, absolutely. So I'm praying. And it was in the prayer, I heard one of the nurses come into the room. And it was one of those times where you're having these mm -hmm. multiple thoughts. And, and I don't know why I got nervous all of a sudden when somebody walked in the room because it's such an intimate moment, yeah. you know? And at the same time, I can feel myself getting nervous. I also thought, why would you get nervous if somebody walked in the room? The more, the merrier. Yeah. Let's go. And so I finished praying, and the nurse smiled and said, you know, that right there is the best medicine there is. There you go. But it's funny you said that because this is what we do all the time, and I found myself getting nervous just yesterday. And yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> like, I remember when Ron Bushy uh, would go to the hospital, and I'd be there with him. And, you know, when you pray for someone – before the surgery, mm -hmm. you know, if there's a nurse in the room, he's like, come over here around the bed and join us. That's right. And then after the surgery, that when the doctor comes in to kind of give the update to the family, you know, mm -hmm. we'd sometimes be in there and he'd say, doc, we're about to pray, join us. And so sometimes the doctor would just wow. circle up with us. And so, uh, very bold with that. Very bold. Well, and what I gained gather from that is we all need to aspire to be more like Ron. Yeah. Ron That's was, a fact. He, he was fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. I miss the guy. Um, but yeah, when we talk about prayer, when we talk about, um, you know, reasons that we do neglect it, you know, we talked about that. At, we, and we sometimes, we, we wonder if prayer makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've had many people come to me with that one. They just don't think it makes a difference at all. I know there's lots of different angles. You actually hit on uh, multiple angles uh, on Sunday. Just, you know, one, it conforms, it does make a difference. It conforms us to God's will. Yeah. Um, but then also the final thing you said is to, to change an outcome. And I believe both those are true. But yeah. one of the things that I'm, I'm searching for more than any and its effectiveness is it changes my will to his right more than I'm, I think when people come to us and say it doesn't make a difference, what they're saying is it's not changing God's right. It's it's yeah. God's not doing what I want him to exactly. do. Exactly. That's, that's, that's that vending yeah. machine thing. Like you said, if I, I love what you said, I put the right postage on it. I said in Jesus name, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, since you did that, I that guess now I heaven. have to yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. that got through the ceiling and you know, I, and you know that this is something we have discussed so much because, um, and I always want to pray a prayer of faith mm -hmm. when it comes to praying for people who are sick sure. or praying for someone who, uh, you know, is desperately desiring that their child come back to God and, 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 or desperately praying for the salvation of mm -hmm. someone. And I always, I always want to pray that prayer of faith, but I have caught myself praying and almost hesitant to ask God for the healing or ask God for the salvation or ask God for the reconciliation because you almost sometimes believe, at least for me, uh, this is personal confession, sometimes you look at a situation and think, this one's probably too far gone. There's just not going to be reconciliation. There's just not going to be healing. There's just not going to be salvation. And I hesitate praying because I don't want to pray that. And then the person expects it to happen. And it does. And it never happens. Yeah, and all of a sudden they run. Have I God damaged their they, faith? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's hard. It is. It very, is really hard. Yep. 
the struggles that we have in that. Well, and because in in those situations, what you want to be able to do is after the prayer, sit there for the next 30 minutes and basically have a mini sermon explaining what, what your thought process is in that. Yeah. So, well, and you know, and in my mind, it's like, you know, it may be God's will that this person not survive this illness. Yeah. Be healed on this side. Right. But you can't say that necessarily out loud to everybody. No, they don't want to hear that. In this moment, we're praying for physical healing on this side of heaven. Right. But you even touched on it with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they said, and he will deliver us. And and they were implying, well, he has the ability to physically deliver us. But even if he doesn't physically, he's still going to deliver us. We're still not going to be susceptible to what it is that you're trying to make us do. That's right. So go pound sand, King Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) I love it. We're, we're, We're done with this discussion. And Either way, we're going to remain obedient to God, mm-hmm. and no matter what. So I think if, if that's a struggle that you have, don't feel like you are alone. Definitely not alone. Because yeah. we, I think we all wrestle with that. You know, God's going to do what he wants to anyway, so why bother asking him? Well, I think, I think it's still healthy to go to him and ask that. I mean— I always look at it. I mean, he is our heavenly father and you alluded to how we pray in the Lord's prayer and you acknowledge the relational aspect of it. Um, our father. And I just think as a dad and, and you as a dad, granddad, how much you love when your kids come to you and ask you for something Yeah. when they, when they just talk to you. And I, that's one of my favorite points was the, the middle one. It maintains a relationship with God. And you said, how good would your relationship be with Tracy or mine with Leah if we never communicated? Yeah. And so this is when I, th- when I think about prayer, I don't think about it. I've got a checklist in the morning, at night, before I get my food. I want it to be that attitude of pray without ceasing. Yeah. So if I'm riding down the road and I see a pretty sunrise or sunset, man, I just want to thank God for that. Yeah. If If something just random pops in my mind, I just want to just be in constant communication. And here, a funny story is Leah, actually, when we were dating, uh, I was getting to know her parents really well. And, and her mom was, you know, talking up, uh, Tommy and Hey, this might be the one. And one day Leah told me years later, she said, I don't think I can be with him anymore. And her mom said, why? And she said, I think he might be crazy, which (laughs) if if she only knew. Right. And, And her mom said, why do you say that? And she said, He's always talking to himself. His lips are always moving. I was praying. And so, so we had that conversation, which now we laugh at it, but she thought I was talking to myself all the time. Oh. She said, you pray that often? And, and I didn't realize my lips were moving, but I just said, I just constantly try to have communication. Yeah. Just so instead of <laughs> thinking I was crazy, then she thought that was attractive. So there you here go. we are. It, now all, it all works yeah. out. The, um, you know, feeling needed. I'm going to tell a story. I don't have permission. So I hope my daughter probably doesn't listen to this anyway. Um, <laughs> but last week, um, I had gone to the gym and I was getting ready. So I didn't have my phone on me. But when I did grab my phone, I had missed a missed call from Leanna. And I had a text that says, I need you. I was like, okay, oh, this yeah. sounds serious. So yeah. I call her up. She says, dad, I took the keys to work to the, to their Durango. She works in Charlotte. They live in Salisbury. And, uh, she said, Colby can't get the kids to school. I said, okay, well, 
it was on a Tuesday morning. We got staff meeting. I said, I can head up. I've got to grab the expedition and then take you out there to Colby, let him use it, drop me off. And so all of that happened last week. And, you know, obviously she was much appreciated. And you go, dad bailed her out, you know? Well, Monday morning, this Monday morning, I'm sitting, standing in my living room. All right. And, uh, Colby, my son-in-law calls me. I thought he was calling me to offer his condolences for the the Cowboys Cowboys lost. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what he was calling me about. He called me to tell me that Leanna had taken the keys to work again, but she didn't quite make it to work. She had carpooled with Allison. And so the keys were actually here at the church. He said, I hate to even ask you this. And if you can't do it, that's okay. But those are the moments. And then my daughter texts me. She says, thank you so much, dad. I owe you gas. I owe you supper. I said, Colby took care of some gas in the, in the, in the expedition last week, but supper would be fine. There you go. <laughs> you know, so there are moments when you, as a dad and yeah. you know, even when they're grown, mm-hmm. you go, Hey, occasionally it's nice to still be needed, needed. and asked That's for right. a favor. And, and I said that to say this, God's no different. Amen. God still wants us to come to him and ask for things. If it's on our heart, then we can come to him. Mm-hmm. But in the asking, we've got to trust his answer. He knows best. And that is so difficult. Oh, that, that is one of those things that's so much easier to say yeah. than to do, than to walk in. Because to acknowledge that, that what I'm asking him for is so important to me. Mm-hmm. But he may say, I know how important that this, this is to you, that the outcome be the way you want it to be. But in the end, it's not what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a hard place for us to get to, that we can trust that when God says no, it may be what we want most, but it's not what we need most. Mm-hmm. And trusting his answer is hard. Man, that's hard. It's hard. It, it, it's hard to go. And, and uh, you know, Sunday, uh, you know, just talking about conforming us, and you mentioned this earlier, conforming us to God's, to God's will. You know, and, and we pray that. We pray that, but I oftentimes go, God, I'm going to pray that I conform to your will, but I'd really rather you conform to mine in this, in this instance. So true, yep. And, uh, and it, it doesn't always happen that way for sure. Well, you want to quickly just, I guess, in our <clears throat> closing time, just, I love, you gave us another acronym, yeah. ACTS, right? Yeah. You're you're turning into the king of acronyms. <laughs> but but I love I didn't the, make this one up. Well, this but I love the on. emotion in which you taught through that. Yeah. And and I was thinking about it, that, and, and I know that you were emotional for specific reasons, but but that kind of raw emotion when we think about who God is and who we are and that relationship, it really should be that raw almost every time when we, when when we show adoration for who he is, when we give Thanksgiving for who he is and what he's done for us, when we, when we, you're misspelling acts, it's C was confession. Well, I know I kind of was jumping around, (laughs) but the the C, the confession, (laughs) I mean, I mean, when we, when we are coming to him and raw confession about, where we are and what we're struggling with. And then when we're just pleading and pouring our guts out in supplication, 
um, begging for help or whatever. Oh, good grief. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I'll, I'll just in general kind of share what was on my mind. So on a Saturday evening, I kind of use that time to maybe review my message. And oftentimes it's in front of a football game, you know, whether it be college football or as the NFL has been played on Saturdays. So here I am, I'm in the middle of, you know, kind of going over that and I get a message from someone and, uh, and it's someone that, uh, I had messaged earlier in the week about something they had put and they don't go to this church. They're uh, from, from Louisiana down there where I'm from. And I'd messaged them about something and, uh, about something they had put on a, on our Facebook page that we were, that we share as a family. And I just reached out and I was just, you know, telling them some things that me personally, as I have dealt with grief, you know, and I've watched people deal with grief. And so we were back and forth on this. And basically in this conversation, this person who I love dearly basically said, how dare you throw God up to me? God hasn't been there for me. I've prayed with him. I've prayed for this situation. I prayed that he would heal my mom and he chose not to. And so don't go throwing God up to me because he's not. So that was on my mind. You know, I'm, I'm like, no matter what, God is good. And it's hard to tell someone that when they've lost somebody that probably they love about as much or if not more than anybody else in this world. And that person had died. And then, so that's on my mind, you know, about, about how do we pray in those situations and how do we respond when God, God doesn't give us the answer that we want. And at the same time, I'm standing there going through this and I know our congregation pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I know the people that are out there in that second service that were that really got emotional for me. And I know what they're going through. I know what they're pleading for. I know some others that have that pleaded with God on behalf of a sick loved one and they didn't survive it. Mm-hmm. And now they're navigating life without someone they love, you know. And so and and you didn't have to look around very far to no. see one face and another face. And no, that they're, yeah. they're they're well and and when you pray, th- when you go through things like that, people like that are always on my mind. They're sure. on my heart because you don't want to just get up there and just say, just conform to God's will. Mm-hmm. Have more faith. Have more faith. You right. didn't have enough faith, you know, right, yeah. which, which is where some preachers go. Right. You know, you just got to have more faith. You got to have more faith. No, that's not, that's not it. Mm-hmm. You can have all the faith in the world and God still may choose to answer your prayer in the negative. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it the way you want him to do it. But in the end, we have to trust God Amen. no matter what. And it's easy for me to say when I'm not in a trial, mm-hmm. but in the midst of it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And you and I pray over hospital beds all the time. We pray over sick loved ones. We pray with people at the altar. And, you know, we've kind of made this. My bottom line is kind of some stuff that we've mm-hmm. talked about in staff meeting about how do you pray? And do you have that bottom line oh, right there? Absolutely. And uh, in my notes, I kind of changed it a little bit before I put something on the screen there. Is this the God I know you yeah, can't? Yeah, that's it. God I know you can, and I pray that you will. But ultimately, I pray that I can trust your will. Yeah. That's the ultimate end of it right there. So good. And, 
You know, I, I don't know where, you know, all of you are when it comes to prayer. Um, I just know that Jesus said, pray and never lose heart, Mm -hmm. pray and never lose heart, pray and never lose heart. So never, ever, ever stop Stop praying. praying. That's right. You know, because one way or the other, you're going to conform to the will of God through prayer or God's going to answer your prayer. Mm Mm-hmm. In, in the affirmative, in, in the way. Well, for anybody that was here on Sunday, the, the response, they saw the response was overwhelming. People coming down front and falling on their face before God and coming to us and asking for prayer. But I just I want to say to you, just as, um, as a friend, as somebody who is in the trenches with you, um, the people got a glimpse into Pastor Marty during that time. And I even, Lee and I were talking about it. There's a difference between a pastor and a preacher and uh I, and you're an amazing preacher but i feel like we got you know as a whole the congregation got to see you take off the preacher hat mm. and you fully embrace the pastor hat and um it's amazing to me how god will work right he shows you those faces in the crowd that you know yeah. intimately um and made it so raw but but all of us can be that raw again because Galatians tells us, right, we're to bear one another's burdens. Oh, if yeah. we're all walking with each other like that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit every one of us right. like it did you Sunday. So yeah. uh, it, was, it was over the top powerful, and, um, and I think it always can be when we go to him in the right posture. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, my, my, my burden, my, my prayer is that, we would be people of prayer amen. and we would trust God, trust his hand, trust his answer and talk to God about ourselves, but also talk to God about one another amen. in that, that acts, that adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Well, what do we have to look forward to this week? This week, we're going to talk, we're going to talk about walking. <laughs> okay. The message is on walking, but specifically walking in obedience. And what does that look like? Some of what we talked about last week is a part of that. You know, you're, it involves prayer, but we're not going to go back there. But some other things that I believe are important for us when we learn to walk in obedience. So hopefully we'll see you Sunday and uh, Lord willing. And hey, again, we just ask that you share this podcast with other people and let's get more listeners. Thanks a bunch and we'll see you soon.